All right. All right. We know it is not Thursday. It's Friday. But guess what? The word of the day is gratitude. So it's okay because I'm still grateful that I showed up. I'm still grateful that I'm recording this episode. I'm still grateful that this is week mother effing three episode mother effing three so let's take them three deep breaths and get into it all right so you can focus on whatever you're grateful for today um we're just gonna inhale hold it at the top exhale hold it at the bottom three times at your own pace at your own leisure You want to inhale what you're grateful for. Hold that in. And release all of your worries. All of the things that are stressing you. All of the things that are making you sad or depressed. Let them go. One more time. Yes. Okay, so I was um, trying to think about what my week was like or how it has been. And of course, it's a blur. So I got paid last week. So I'm in the middle of my pay week. We are, we're surviving. I think I did way better with my budget, but we'll come back to the budget. Um, Right now, let's get into the book club first. So last week we talked about um, seen, heard, and paid. This week we're going to try to focus on Angela Davis's autobiography. Um, She actually came by the museum. I missed her. was very sad about that. But um, I started reading the preface or the preface, however you prefer to pronounce it. And um, that was kind of like intense vocabularily. <laughs> how do you know how to say that? How do you how do you say anything in English? Um, so I was like, oh man, this is kind of like a lot. This is difficult. But once you actually get into the book aspect of it, oh, that's a relatively like easy read. I think it's because she was younger when she wrote it. And then her or the preface she wrote when she was older, kind of looking back. And so she had a larger vernacular to kind of utilize, um, which made that a little more intense to read. But her autobiography is is definitely told in a, in a narrative. Um, it starts off with her running or on the run from the FBI and in hiding um and so that's like interesting because at first when I'm reading it I'm like all right this is very dramatic but then I realized the time period of what's going on for black people and the black panthers and anyone associated with communism and it was just a time where you were really oppressed for not going with like the majority um and that was just kind of how it was worldwide globally i think sometimes when we are in different countries and cities we like to view ourselves in a vacuum as is as if this particular context and occurrence doesn't occur somewhere else and i think that's why a lot of people come to the united states because they're like oh it has to be 
better there. Like there has to be less corruption. There has to be more opportunity because there's more freedoms and privileges and rights. And it's like, yes, we recognize that there are more freedoms and privileges and rights that you're entitled to. But just because we recognize that you're entitled to them does not mean that we actually give them to you. Um, So that's the different conversation going on at hand. And African-Americans have understood that the entire time because it's like, here you are preaching about democracy and equality worldwide, globally, you know, in World War I and World War II. But yet, um, you know, you're here in the United States oppressing people actively. It's pretty wild. So, um, yeah, my suggestion is to check that book out if you have not already. It's a pretty staple for, um, like, the African-American um, library, if you will. Um, so a lot of you, because, you know, I have a lot of listeners, a lot of you uh, may have already read it. But if you haven't, you know, definitely check it out. Tell me what you think. And if you have, maybe think about rereading it and see if you can read it even faster. I think um, one of the skills that I would like to acquire is not only the ability to comprehend what I read quickly, but to be able to do it even faster, like not just quickly, but fast. So that's what these exercises are for. That's what I'm trying to accomplish by giving myself, you know, a book to focus on for the week where it's like the goal is 30 minutes a day, but if I don't do it, it's okay. But if I do do it, awesome. Um, Because there's a lot of things that I want to do. There's a lot of things that I have on my checklist, on my to-do list from, you know, go to the store and pick up pillows and tweezers, which I did. But that was on my list for at least a solid six months. Like, I'm not even joking about that. I'm like, oh, I'm going to buy a pillow, buy a pillow. Finally, um, and we'll also come back to that in the next segment, later in the segments. Um, my, My man, my man, my man came over. So I was like, oh, damn, I need to, like get some fucking pillows because he bought me a blanket slash comforter but I guess it's more of a blanket um uh una manta and um he got me um I don't know he just always gave me things I was like man I gotta get this man some pillows before he feel like I just be sleeping and treating myself any kind of way even though sometimes I do but eh, it be like that so all right, the book club is done. Now we're at, can you pay my bills? Can you pay my telephone bill? Can you pay my automobile? And maybe we can chill. I don't think you do. Okay, Um. so yeah, we set a budget. I was super happy that this time I actually did. Like I looked at my, my check. I looked at how much I actually had in the bank. Looked at how much I owe. So I didn't um max on my credit card i was like a hundred dollars to matching i'm maxing out my credit card but um i put like three hundred dollars on that bad boy i think i used it twice and both times were like less than you know thirty dollars i think maybe i spent sixty dollars so i'm gonna try to put like 360 or you know 350 or something on it this um this coming check but i still have a couple hundred dollars in my checking account it doesn't sound like a lot I get that, Um, but that's what I have. And so that's supposed to last me for the next 10 days. So we're averaging, yes, about $20 a day that I have to spend. Um, We'll see how that goes. 
we'll see how that goes but you know we'll just take it a day at a time so far so good um god has really been providing for me um where i haven't really been stressed oh i've been i went to costco twice for my gas so i like filled up my tank one time so it takes me about 50 dollars to fill up my tank so next check i can you know actively budget a hundred dollars for my gas and not really have to trip about that i still need to take my card to get like checked out for that like state inspection still super nervous about that because what if they tell me i have to fix something i'll be like yeah well that's not happening and then i'm just gonna be riding dirty even more even longer so i guess that's why i'm not like pressed about it but maybe i should just check it out because it might turn out good it might turn out a lot easier than then I think it, you know, will be, and I might actually be able to buy myself some time, like another year, with my vehicle. We'll see. Um, yeah, taxes is crazy. So I'm still in the mix with that, but I'm trying. And so sometimes that's why I feel like it is systematic oppression um, against one poor people and then two black people, because that's kind of synonymous in the eyes of the system and the government. Even though, I'm, yes, I know that there are wealthy and um, affluent black people, especially in 2023, but I'm saying the system actively fights against that. And how they do that one with taxes, baby, why is it so complicated? Why is it so complex? Um, and why are people who's making $50,000 paying the government thousands of dollars is, is beyond me. But, um, here we are trying to figure it out and just shout out to her. Cause even if I get caught the fuck up with this shit, just know and let this be proof that Tina was trying. Okay. She was, she was just a poor girl who was trying in these streets. Um, I had to pay my membership for poll. Uh, every day is an interesting day for me to look at, you know, my journey with pole because it does like it gives me so much confidence. It makes me feel sexy. It makes me feel beautiful. It makes me feel like the video vixen that I've always wanted to be ever since I was a little girl, which is wild to say. But yes, even as a little girl. Um, I wanted to be a bad bitch. Like, I wanted to grow up to be a bad bitch. And I really think that I have, and I really like the person that I am, because I feel like I give you all kinds of energies, whether it's masculine energy or feminine energy in the way that I dress and, and how I am. But, um, yeah, I just when it comes to the feminine qualities, like, I really want to be able to lean into that. So, um, yeah, I'm I'm just trying to get organized financially so I can be financially independent because there, even though I have my man, my man, my man, it's like, you know, for how long trends have shown that, you know, they come and go and I'm still stuck here with my bills. So I have to figure out what to do. And even though everybody else might be like listening to this and be like, um, obviously, duh, bitch, but you got to understand women haven't always been seen as equal and for a long time we have been raised and trained and brainwashed to believe that you know we're supposed to be waiting for this you know prince this knight in shining armor who will come and rescue us from these financial burdens of living life 
And, you know, we will be their wife and support them as they support us financially. And we support them emotionally. And they teach us how to be wives. And they train us how to be wives, whether it's in a religion or even in school or even on TV. You know, they tell you, oh, you're supposed to look this way. You're supposed to act this way. You're supposed to be able to cook. You're supposed to be able to clean. You're supposed to be able to be smart and, you know, also provide financially, but not, you know, more than the man. You know, so there's all these qualities in which, you know, okay, this is how you become a perfect woman and as I'm learning that like not just being okay with being imperfect but learning what that imperfection means within myself and being able to accept it has been you know jarring but um I do recognize that this is just something that everyone needs to do and everyone needs to be able to do um whether or not you have the abilities to do it is you know the context in which you live so um yeah we're just trying to utilize the information and knowledge that has been imparted to me by you know different adults who are older than me (laughs) because I am an adult I guess um but those who have come before me and be like okay if this is you know the easiest way or if this is the way to make money then like let me get these behaviors down because I do want healthy financial behaviors I don't want to just be out here you know struggling from check to check to check which is why I try to provide for myself actively on each day and be like okay how did I make money sometimes I make money from tips sometimes I make money from um people buying things for me sometimes I just make money from working sometimes I don't make money so you know definitely getting that income and then like I said last week what do you do with that income like how are you spending it um and so I think the only thing I have left to pay for this week is probably another installment on my phone bill, my Fit for Polish membership, because that's the beginning of the month, June 1st, or the first of every month, and then, but I didn't pay yesterday, so I gotta pay it today, um, or I gotta pay it whatever day I feel like taking classes, um, and then, I, yeah, gas should hold me over until I get paid, so I should be good with that. And so just feeding myself um, and then this coming paycheck is what I will spend for the rest of June and then I'll be caught up for my rent in June. But as you see, the cycle continues. I only get paid twice a month. So um, we'll see what I can, you know, get accomplished or what I can accomplish with the next paycheck. But, you know, I'm still grateful for the income I'm so grateful that you know on a day-to-day basis on a moment-to-moment basis I am pretty solid I am pretty confident like for example today I'm confident that I will be able to make it to work work eat come home and relax myself like I'm confident that that's what's going to happen today now whether it happens you know all day I'm just you know that's that's to be seen but for the most part I'm not worried about whether or not I'm going to eat I'm not worried about how I'm going to make it to work I'm not worried about you know um 
if if my if something is going to be repossessed or if I'm going to be embarrassed or because I can't you know whatever um I'm not really worried about any of that not even though I have you know different situations that are ongoing and pending and looming over my head those are not situations that I'm required to answer to today like even when my car is based in Virginia and I'm not going to Virginia today and I don't have to go deep into Virginia so it's just like I'm not worried about it. Now, if my dad's like come to Stafford, I'm gonna be I'ma have to be to have a conversation. <laughs> I'm gonna have to have a little conversation and figure some things out. But for the most part, um, yeah. I'm at a calm with my current context. But I think because those pending things are happening, that is why. I am not complacent and I'm consistently looking for um, better or opportunities where I can grow and make more money and expand. I don't want to be in people's basements for the rest of my life. Like, what is that about? Um, All right. So that was the can you pay my bills segment. Um, All right. I'm going to do this win, 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 no matter what got money on my mind I can never get enough anyways um all right what did I accomplish that's a good cue I was thinking about that um I will say I did wash my sheets and I bought um like I said the pillows and then this like extra sort of pad thing because I still have don't judge me y'all I still have an air mattress I'm sleeping on this air mattress and it's just holding me over because one if I buy real furniture for this place like it makes me nervous about like how long I plan to stay in it and it's not that it's a bad situation but it's like okay but when do I anticipate having my own and once I have my own do I really want to bring this ricky raggedy you know Walmart furniture with me whereas I can just deflate this stupid ass air mattress and you know really start building once I have my own property that's something I'm deciding so um I do appreciate that again my man my man my man is um okay with that like he don't really judge or say anything about it or care maybe because he getting pussy so he don't like once guys get pussy they really don't give a fuck about anything else which is wild but here we are um but i know that this situation particularly on the internet and instagram would be like a red flag like if you are dating a person in their 30s and i'm only just turned 30 but if you're dating a person in their 30s and the mattress is on the ground or it's an air mattress it's like oh, what's going on with your life like what are you doing and i mean he he's known me since you know i was with my mom so he understands that this is a new situation for me to be out here on my own um but and he also understands that I'm still kind of living out of my mom's house still. And this is like an extra place for me. And I think that's why he he don't really judge me as opposed to like, oh, he met this girl and she like brought him back to this air mattress. It's like, nah, he's been here to see kind of the growth and the development and the trajectory of where I'm trying to go. Oh, uh, speaking of which, another accomplishment, too hot to handle. Oh my God. I'm like, I love that song it is so near and dear to my heart and um it should be released soon like I sent it to the DJ 
who um, made the beat. I've been listening to it. We had spent two whole sessions just kind of breaking it down and really digging into it. So um, we're trying to get that artwork done. We're trying to do any last like arrangements and then um, hopefully I can release it before months end. So I am going to have to budget that in my next week's um, or this coming week's paycheck because like I have to release it like that might really be the song that ends up making me some money. Now, I don't expect it to make millions of dollars, but I feel like it will be the song that like shows people that I am talented in lyrically and delivery deliberately um so I'm just hoping that you know we can just get the show on the road because I want to release one more song if I can two more songs before the year ends but um the goal was to have four that was gonna be my EP I have two on Spotify right now if I can release this it'll be three and I would just leave one more four but if I could have released four by this year and have five total, like that would really just like set 2023 off for me. Um, and so, cause it, it just shows me that like, I am the person that I want to be like, or that I wanted to be like, I am her. Now it's, it's just getting other people to invest in that idea and to pay for that and to make money from that. But, um, this person, even though I'm not walking around like Prince in terms of talent, um, I do walk around like Prince in terms of like charisma and in terms of my ability to do multiple things and to excel in multiple areas. Now, in terms of instruments, I'm not like I cannot play multiple instruments. I can barely play the piano slash my voice. Um, but in terms of music, I do love music and I do have an interesting perspective when it comes to an ear to music. Um, so my love for music is runs very deep. And so, yeah, I'll say that would be the two things that I was like really happy that I did. Um, <clears throat> going to Walmart, getting the pillows, getting the tweezer, you know, trying to get this old topper for the air mattress, make it a little more comfy. Um, making a little more homey, uh, reminding myself that I can do these things for myself. Like I don't have to wait till somebody else comes over to recognize that like, oh, I should be elevating my, my living standards or I should be elevating like how I am. And I'm trying to, you know, tap into that. Um, yeah, so I'm going to leave it at those two things because we are very excited about those, you know, two things and then being able to clean and laundry, like, yes, sis, and the the planting and the gardening. I'm just, I didn't do it this past weekend. Um, so I'm gonna have to do it in the morning one of these days because two weeks not being in the yard, is just not acceptable, um, to the yard. The yard will do its own thing if it thinks that I'm not there. Um, all right, self-care. Okay, so self-care kind of always like all, all my segments kind of melt into one another because it is a recap of my last week. And so it will overlap. And so sometimes me doing self-care is an aspect of an accomplishment because I do neglect myself often 
because it's just easier to do that like to be introspective to really examine myself and down to my toenails down to the hair on my legs down to um the hair on my chin to what I'm where am I sleeping what am I sleeping on how am I sleeping do I am I wearing pajamas did I take a shower before I got in the bed you know what I mean there's all of these different rituals and and expectations that other people you know conform to and if you don't conform to the same things they looking at you wild but sometimes just because they looking at you wild don't mean that you should ignore them sometimes they are looking at you wild because what you did was wild and so there is an aspect of um of accountability that I have to hold myself to and responsibility and um discipline and that all all them shits is really fucking hard to do so um what I did for self-care this week slash this weekend I chilled the fuck out oh hell yeah I did and I had a lot of intercourse um like the whole weekend the whole goddamn weekend it was nice you know um it was nice to have him around because I see I like made references to him all episode but he's really not my man he's <laughs> we were together for like a little bit and then we broke up and then um and we didn't talk to one another for like six months and then we like came back into each other's lives and you know this time around I'm just like being a little more cautious with my feelings and I understand that I have feelings for him I understand that I like him and I want to like him because it's like I don't want anybody inside of me that I don't like so I have to make sure that I like you or that there are aspects of you that I like and there are you know and I like having him around um but I also do enjoy time apart because it reminds me of like, oh yeah, there are things that I need to make time to do that I can't do if I'm with him or when I'm with him, I can't do these things. Um, and not that he won't allow me to, but it's just harder with an extra person there because, you know, as a woman in the relationship or as the feminine energy in the relationship, when he come around, it becomes about him and it becomes about like, okay, I need to make sure he's comfortable. I need to make sure that, you know, things aren't, you know, cute and on point because, you know, my man, my man, my man. And he does the same thing in his own way, but from a masculine nature, masculine point. So it's like when he's around me, it's like making sure that, like, he got blunts on deck. He got to make sure that, you know, if I'm drinking, because he don't drink, if I'm drinking, that he got drinks on deck or he at least got juice on deck for us. Um, He's making sure that, like, I'm fed and I'm comfortable and you know that I'm set so that way when he goes off into his little corner and he start working because he's usually you know he worked he had two jobs so he worked from home for both which makes it good for me because I can spend more time and he'll come over and he'll just you know work part-time on the um, computer and then the other time he'll dedicate his attention to me and so that's like kind of our trade-off but you know the reason why we didn't work out the first time around was because you know he wasn't really ready to do anything like long term and I was just like okay I hear you like I hear what you're saying but that's not like how you're acting so I was like but 
you know, since that's what she said and that's what you want, you know, like, okay, well, I gotta get my feelings in check because I was looking at you like, well, maybe this could be something for real. And the minute you say it's not something for real, then it's the minute where I'm like, all right, okay, well, like, no big deal. Like, it's okay because it's, it's natural and normal that you will like somebody and that person will not like you back. That's just the odds, you know, a lot of attractive people in the world, you can't fuck them all. You can try might get diseases in the process but you can't have a long-term relationship with them all like it's just not possible so if it's not possible right now or if you're not returning that energy like that's cool that's all I really need to know but you know guys even though they don't be liking you they will still have sex with you and they don't really care like they could even hate you so have sex with you and I'm like oh, okay well I didn't know that was an aspect that you could like actually hate somebody but you like actively don't like me it's also kind of wild still in and of itself so um I have to keep that in mind because I be falling for these guys and they don't be like returning that same energy and so I don't want to be like cast as this crazy chick who is like head over heels and you know will sell her pussy for this man just so he can use that money on another bitch like we're not doing that um but I am happy that like I'm trying to set these boundaries I'm trying to have healthy behaviors in these social relationships um and practice you know more healthy behaviors in in sex as well Um, so we, you know, we use condoms and, you know, that allows there to be a freer, um, a freer vibe while we're in and of the vibes. Um, yeah. So that was my self-care for the weekend, getting my back blown out. Um, (laughs) did he he didn't not this time he did last time last time I was like oh lord I'm sore um but half of it I be blowing my own back out because I just like to you know I really like to to show what a bitch can do up in the shit um I'm still gonna post this I don't care y'all can hear this later and then hop in my dance um okay so let's also go to self-care that will just lead us right into i'm telling you melting into one another that will lead us into the, our sex positivity corner um we probably will rename this corner but here we are it's pride month um this whole coming of the out i always felt it to be weird to be telling people like who you're fucking like that's i don't know um but yeah i mean i guess what by pan i don't know i don't really care i am attracted to people you know like i am attracted to the source of the energy like and sometimes the attractiveness of the face and then you know how do you make me feel because like whatever is going on down there she has her own mind you know and I have my own mind so she will find all kinds of people to be like interesting and then also mentally I find all kinds of people to be interesting that I would like to seek a more intimate long-term relationship with 
Um, and again, you know, whether whether or not I have expanded the the pool for who I date or who I talk to um, does not mean that my situation has changed because, you know, even queer people are just as, you know, polygamous as these men, um, as these straight cis men. But yeah, it's just, but Pride Month is here. I don't like to, um, I love being a part of Black Pride. Black Pride is lit. Um, but I really don't like to, um, use pride to make money. I like that pride is there and I like that pride can be there for the queer community to make money. But if you're not like actively a part of the queer community, I always feel like it's a little weird to like suddenly be throwing out rainbows and you know throwing different events as if you have been supporting that community all year. I feel like if you've been supporting that community all year, then it's almost like if you've been supporting a person all year and then it's their birthday, well it's just yes, you you've loved them all year, but this is just a day in which you can like designate time to actually give them gratitude and give them like love. And same for and same for Black History Month, where it's like, yes, I love black people all year round. But Black History Month is a time where I can make a concerted effort to learn more history, to participate more in being a part of um, the culture and being a part of the future stories that are written. Um, all of these things. And then also for the queer community, I feel like Pride is a time in which, yes, we can recognize our queer brothers and sisters or our queer community in which we um, participate in, but also not using it as a time in which all year round I have been ignoring, ostracizing, or even bashing this community, but now in a time where in social media and in media at large, we are supportive of this community, and now randomly, I so am I. I find it to be weird, and I don't like it. Um, so that's why sometimes, and because I have only recently understood where I am sexually and where my sexuality is, maybe that's why I'm a little like on the fence because I'm even on the fence about myself. Like, oh man, yes, I want to participate in these things and be a part of my queer community, but am I only doing it because it's a fad right now? Am I only doing it because, you know, it's it's in, but if it wasn't in, would I continue as a cis straight, as a cisgender straight woman? Is that how you say it? You know the words. I can't remember. Um, But yeah, I don't know. I really don't know. I just know that um, I am interested in seeing where my sexuality takes me, especially being single. It could go anywhere. Um, But I do recognize that I still am attracted to guys and I still like what guys give me. 
but I also like women and I like what women give me. And I understand that there are women and guys who, you know, have been born one way, but identify as another. And I find those people to be attractive in their own ways. Um, It just kind of depends on how you present yourself because it's not just like, oh, you have to look like RuPaul and RuPaul is what I'm attracted to. That's not really what I'm talking about. I'm talking about more of like, um, I don't know, because it really depends. Like, I like masculine energy. And so just because you were born a certain way doesn't mean that you can't really live in your masculine energy. And so I typically like people that exude masculine energy. Um, yeah, so that's, that's the talk for today. It kind of blended together. I'm still trying to see how I can make it more fluid, but I had to release this episode because I'm releasing these episodes, but I promise you if I find out that it's getting too much or I'm not ready for whatever comes with it, I will take these episodes off of the internet so fast. I will take it off of the Spotify so quick. But um, I think I think this is pretty good. All right, so um, I did want to implement some Spanish, some Espanol. So this um, segment will be, Como se dice? And so for this section, Como se dice? like bodegas because when I was in Puerto Rico I thought the word was bodega because that's how they use it in New York and in New York there's like a lot of Puerto Ricans a lot of Dominicans but in Puerto Rico and in República Dominicana they say comajo comal like c-o-l-m-a-d-o c-o-l-m-a-d-o um comal and in Comados, they like, you know, it's like a bodega. They, they sell, or ellos venden like refresco, y cerveza, y like queso, y cosa that like you need in the last minute. Like uh, almost like a 7 Eleven. Yeah, some like, but a smaller 7 Eleven. Um, or a mom and pop 7 Eleven. That's a Comado. So, um, I guess I couldn't remember the word. I always forget that word because the first word I always remember is bodega. And I'm like, but that's not what they call them. They're called comados. So that's the word that you can use if you're ever in Puerto Rico or Republica Dominicana and you need like a refresco. You'd be like, yo, like, donde esta like el comado, like cercano, like something nearby. Que es cerca. Um... My Spanish needs work, but I can give y'all some like fun words to use, and that's that's a fun one. Okay, that's it. I'm gonna let y'all go. This was awesome. Thanks for spending time with me. It's Friday morning. It's almost 5 a.m. I'm about to get ready for work. I'm gonna put on makeup. Oh yeah, that was my other part of self care. Like I'm trying to put on makeup. I'm trying to be a bad bitch. Like I'm trying to like really, you know take care of myself and I'm hoping that by taking care of myself I will create space for other people to recognize that they can take care of themselves and for other people to be like to take care of me like and maybe that is a thing like maybe 
people have been mistreating me because I've been mistreating myself. So they think it's okay to mistreat me because I've been mistreating myself, but I didn't know I was mistreating myself. And maybe I thought like maybe subconsciously it's been okay for people to neglect me because I've been neglecting myself. But yeah, it's subconscious. Like I don't like actually think I do that because it's like when there are these pangs of like, oh, this, and I recognize, I'm like, oh, I gotta take care of that because I recognize it and I take care of it. But I do kind of wait until there is that pain or there is that, like the moment where it's like almost at a point where it's gone too far before I like do something about it. So yeah, I'm hoping that if I kind of make preemptive steps or if I like, you know, am two steps ahead and I try to think about like, okay, planning my outfit the night before, or, you know, having the bed made before someone comes over and not waiting for them to be here as I make the bed. Or, you know, um, cleaning the bathroom before someone shows up and not waiting for them to show up before I clean the bathroom. You know, but it's just like, you know, the small things. But sometimes I just don't care because it's just me. It's just me here. So I don't really need anything that, like, is different from what I have because this is the situation in which I put myself. Um, but when other people are around, then I'm like, oh, well, you don't have to be, like you don't have to submit yourself to this because this is my shit like this isn't your shit so let me get my shit out the way so that way like you're not suffering from my shit um but I shouldn't have to suffer from my shit either I should just get that shit out the way one time but we're working on it everything is a work in process like all of these things take time and if you don't have time to do it well you don't have time to do it or if you dedicate your time to other things well the other thing was just more important in that moment so maybe the bathroom wasn't the moment or wasn't the thing that was that it prioritizing maybe what i was prioritizing was you know laundry and hanging up clothes and folding clothes and putting clothes away so you know be gentle still be in remember the word of the day is gratitude so we're still gonna be grateful for all the moments and all the time and all the things um and all the learning opportunities because that's just what they are so um i'm gonna show up to work as a bad bitch and y'all can't do shit about it how about that so enjoy your weekend enjoy your week and i will see you next thursday or friday but hopefully thursday Thank you.